Welcome to The Dirt Show brought to you by Pulver Towing. And today we're going to be joined by street stock driver Dustin Doughty. We'll also hear from Tiffany from Extreme Powder Coating, Matt from Braith Welding Service. We'll also get a lesson in racing fuel from Freddie Terza from VP Racing Fuels and our old friend Speed from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings will join us right after a few words from our sponsors. At Land Pros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Land Pros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Land Pros agent JJ Wise at 641 zero sell or go to landpros.com that's l-a-n-d-p-r-o-z.com simply adding cookies barbecue sauce is sure to make meat taste better but when you really want to hit a home run try one of my approved recipes speed the sauce man here and i've got a bunch of easy to make creations at cookiesbbq.com barbecue meatloaf grandma almost broiler burgers heck i'll even tell you the secret to speed racks of ribs it's all at cookiesbbq.com hey Smart cookies use cookies barbecue sauce. Anything less is meat abuse. Cookies is the one. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric. Offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507-451-1387. Played bumper tag lately? No matter how your car gets damaged, Midwest Collision will make sure it gets fixed right and on time. No shortcuts, no compromises. And remember, where you get your car repaired is not your insurance company's decision. It's yours. So make the right choice. Choose your locally owned and operated Midwest Collision. Give Bob a call today at 332-2434. That's 332-2434. With football and beautiful weather aplenty, you'll want to make quick work of everything on your automotive to-do list. Napa Auto Parts can help with great offers in September. Save time and money with a Craftsman Cordless Half-Inch Impact Wrench Kit for $199. And avoid waiting for a friend or a tow truck when your battery is down with the Napa 700A Jump Starter in your trunk. It's also specially priced at just $55.49. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Let me tell you, friends, about our stores a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs, from chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Hey, this is Dave from Severson-Oil, VP Racing Fuels, and you're listening to the Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on the Dirt Show, and I am joined by street stock driver Dustin Doughty. And Dustin, when I first got to know your wife, Krista, she was racing pier stocks at the old Capella Speedway. How did you two meet? Uh, Capella actually was closed down. In the beginning of 2011, 
And she had came over and raced uh, Rice Lake Speedway a couple times over the summer, and that's where I had started racing. So we were there every Saturday. And she came over there a couple times and pitted down for me, and I just went over and introduced myself, and the rest is history. And you said, wow, that lady can drive. She's smart. She's a teacher. I got to talk to her. <laughs> uh <laughs> I won't get into the story of what I actually said, but <laughs> I did go down and introduce myself. It's kind of funny how we met her and another driver that we were racing against. They got some sort of on-track scuffle. I didn't see it because I think I was in the either behind it or in the next heat, heat race or whatever. They told me about it, so then I just went down there and <laughs> pretty much lied and said, yeah, that wasn't your fault. <laughs> kind of stuck up for her, and that was my my way in, I guess. (laughs) Then come to find out when I was interviewing your wife, Krista, for the Dirt Show, that you have a very famous father-in-law in in those parts, Dino Don Swearingen. Locally famous. (laughs) Him and I get along great. Uh, He's been really good to all of us, and I can for sure get my fill of talking racing anytime I need it. I just got to go find him. Oh, yeah, if you ever want to talk old late model racing, just track down Don. Yeah, I've heard every story from the late 80s and early 90s at Cedar Lake and Owatonna. (laughs) As a fan, street stocks are fast, tight racing, and they always seem to come down to the final corner in a checkered flag. As a driver, why did you choose street stocks? Uh, Kind of the same thing. Growing up, going to the races, there was no such thing as the pure stocks or the Hornets, so the street stocks were the beginner class. So, I mean, as a kid growing up, that was the class that you were supposed to start in, you know. And then as I got old enough to drive, the pure stocks came along, so we just did that and then uh, transition into the street stocks and still can have a lot of fun without spending a bunch of money on the modified chassis for the B-mods and stuff and worrying about crazy rear suspensions that you need a <laughs> engineering degree to learn how to set up. But no, it's just a fun class. I've always enjoyed watching it. A lot of my friends have always been in it and I've had a lot of successful friends in it. So we enjoy it. We really do. You also drive a medieval chassis. Jesse and Dana Olson are awesome people to work with. Talk about the knowledge that comes along with the purchase of a medieval chassis. Yeah, that you know, up in my part of Wasota, they're not a common race car. You know, mostly everyone runs Krasinski chassis or a race star, and we just didn't want to be on the same thing as everyone else. So we did a little research and looked around and found those guys, and uh, it's actually been really good. We won a lot of races with them. If I was to order another street stock, it definitely would be another medieval, same as a stock car or hobby stock. Same with my brother-in-law with his Midwest Modified. Everyone was on a whatever's hot that week, a Shaw by Buzzy or a GRT by Phillips. Everyone was on that stuff at the same time, and he went medieval as well, and it's worked out really good for the both of us. You are also running a Braille plate on your car this season. What is the story behind that? We were online one day, and there's a little girl that goes to the races in Iowa and I think she's come up to Deer Creek a couple times, and she she's obviously blind, and her dad takes her around. 
the races beforehand, takes her through the pits, and she puts her hand over all those to see who's racing that night. So it's just kind of a neat deal. You just make a free will donation, and I don't know if it's her dad or, or a family friend that uh, makes the plates, and you just put them on the roof next to your name. So if she's ever around, she knows we're in the field that night. That is really cool. Yeah, got a lot of comments on it. People kind of, well, what the heck is this for? But it's legit. And I haven't seen her at Deer Creek yet, but I hope to meet her someday. And if I do, she knows we're in the field that night. 2021, the Dustin Doughty race team hit the road, not running anywhere exclusively, just running all over and having fun. What changed your thinking to try that this season? You know, I've always considered myself a points racer. And, you know, we've won several track championships we ran for track points in 2019, and we really wanted a national championship, but I felt like on certain nights where you needed to go to your home track or the track that you're running for points at hindered you from hitting the road and, and dodging rain or going to a show you could have got more points at versus your home track. So this year, we really put an emphasis on trying to run for a national championship and no track points, so... You know, the first shot we had, it was kind of it was kind of a tough decision because end of May we were leading track points at three different places, but we just kind of made it a point to go somewhere else on a certain night to take that out of the equation and look at the big picture. And the big picture obviously didn't work out, but it is what it is. There's not there just doesn't seem to be an emphasis on a track championship anymore. Um, I know Deer Creek still does and does a very good job at it and we were fortunate enough to get one of those a couple of years ago but other than that it seems to be a perfect attendance thing nowadays versus battling it out for a points title with a handful of people at the end of the year in june you dropped in on chateau speedway and picked up the win that is my wife's favorite track to go to talk about that night and how your car worked on chateau speedway Chateau's always been kind of one of them in my back pocket tracks. We don't get down there. I think I've only ran there three or four times. We've always got second or one. I think I won the last once a year for the last two years. It's just one of those tracks that I, as a driver, just took to right away. I'm comfortable there. The surface is always really good. It seems to be fairly racy track, and it's got a very unique configuration, and it's it's really easy to overdrive, in my opinion. It's just a nice little facility. You know, it's not big and fancy. It's just your hometown racetrack, and it's fun to go down there, and we enjoy going down there. And we were talking about maybe just even going down there every Friday next year, but we'll obviously play that by year. You dropped into Deer Creek Speedway in July, where you've had a lot of success, and you parked it in Victory Lane again. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, same thing with Deer Creek. You know, since the first night I went down there, it was 2018. Uh, I wanted to start running there at the beginning of the year, but we went to Bryce Lake before the Little Dream to get a bunch of laps in there, and then uh, started going to Deer Creek, and we just have taken to that place. I love it there. The facility, the surface, there's always two, three, four lanes of racing. The show's done quick. The pay is good. The drivers are great. 
And it's just one of those tracks that I'm really comfortable at and I can drive as hard as I want. I don't know. It's just one of those racetracks that I'll take on anybody at that racetrack just because I'm not comfortable there. And we really enjoy going there and we didn't get there enough this year. I think we went seven or eight times. We won four and got four seconds, but um, we're going to make sure to get back there full time again next year. The Steffes Street Stock Tour. That has grown into a premier tour sponsored by a really great company. Yeah, you know, and that was one of our uh, ambitions for this year, too, was to try and run that entire tour. And that was the original goal, but then obviously Krista got pregnant, and we didn't really want to be on the road all summer long with that, and it just kind of made it a little tougher. Mm -hmm. But we did run the tour in Fergus, and we did run the tour in Menominee and Cedar Lake, and... It's great pay. It's great drivers. The street stocks are pretty wild on a regular night, and then when those guys come to town, it just amps it up. You know, it's our own version of the Challenge Series, or it's it's our little chance to be on tour or outlaws, per se. It's just nice to get that recognition once in a while, and, and I think that that tour is going to take off, and it's going to be around for a while. Talk about the challenges of running a street stock on a dry, slick track like Ogilvy compared to a heavy, wetter track like a Cedar Lake or a Deer Creek? I'm not going to say challenges because I really enjoy a dry, slick racetrack. I really love tiptoeing around out there and trying to move around and find some traction because you just sit back and relax and you can watch everyone pretty much overdrive themselves. And I love getting around on that real slippery stuff, but, you know, there are nights where it is really fun to get after it and get up on the wheel like a Cedar Lake or Deer Creek during a heat race is really fun because you really get up on the wheel and get after it. But I would prefer a dry slick track nine times out of 10 over a hammer down wide open, but it still is fun to get out there and mash on it Cedar Lake style every now and then too. Will you be at the topless nationals this season? Um, That is a race that we do put on our radar every year. At this point, no. After the damage that we got at the legendary 100 at Cedar Lake, we are probably done for the year. I did get a phone call about a car that I could take up there, but we'll see. There's a lot going on right now with the new baby, and the hobby stock is sitting here ready to be started on and getting built, so I need to get going on that. And before you know it, it'll be snowmobiling season, and I won't have any time for nothing. (laughs) Now you have a new Sunday night track at Granite City Motor Park. Thoughts on that facility? Granite, I've never been a fan of Sunday racing. I kind of like to take Sunday, you know, to wash and unload and get ready for the, you know, the week ahead. But we thought we'd try it again this year. We did have a lot of fun. I think we made it up there for the first four or five nights. They had a pretty easy schedule. We only missed like two nights there this year, but... The Sunday racing is tough because, you know, you're kind of wore out from the weekend. You're starting early Sunday afternoon, so the track is always kind of dusty and not real racy. But granted, it's a very uniquely shaped track. It races a lot different. You know, it teaches you a lot how to drive tracks different and change lines and work to get by people. But I wish, yeah, I wish there was a better way I'd rather race a Thursday night than a Sunday night. Nothing against Granite City. 
But we did enjoy going up there and looking forward to getting back there sometime next year, maybe. You even loaned your car out for a powder puff race this season. (laughs) I have not seen a powder puff race for a long time, but they were extremely popular when I was a kid. And some of those drivers' wives, they could drive. (laughs) Yeah, that was something we came up with as a board of directors at Red Cedar. You know, we were tossing ideas around uh, how to get more fans involved. And, and that was one of the things we came up with. Is it seems to be the Pitman's races and the Powderpuff races have been gone for a long time. So we thought we'd try it during the fair. The fun part about letting Tara Proc now do it was her dad, Ron, and my main sponsor, Casey Minkoff, they raced against each other back at Bruce Speedway 40 years ago, back in the day, every Saturday and Sunday. So that was kind of fun to tie that in. Ron came down afterwards and hung out for a while. We had a couple of beers and shared all kinds of old stories, and that's what it was about. Tara got to have some fun. The fans got entertained, and you know we got to tell some old racing stories in the meantime. The dream. What is it like just to be a part of that whole event? It's pretty wild. You know, it's it's actually kind of nerving. It's kind of, it's pretty stressful. I think leading up to it the most, the night of is just, you got to treat that race like any other race. You can't go in all worked up or you're going to kind of set yourself up for failure. You just got to go in, treat it like any other race. Know that a lot of it's going to be luck. You got to put yourself in position. That's the biggest thing is put yourself in position. And if you can do that, if you can say that at the end of the night, that's a pretty big deal as it is. It's something that we look forward to every year. We finished in the top five, three times our first three years. And then we led all but nine laps this year. We came really, really close. I felt like we got robbed, but it is what it is. And one of these years, we're going to get it. What is it like to run on the red clay at Ashland? I have not made it to that track yet, but it sounds amazing. Ashland is by far one of my favorite racetracks overall and to race on. The red clay, it races really different. You know, Proctor Superior, Ashland, when you go up there, you can go up there with a car that really gets around Menominee or Deer Creek or any brown track down here, but you get on the red clay up there and you'll get out of your car and think, what the heck is wrong with this thing? When you go up there, you really got to free your stuff up and you got to drive it really different. And then, you know, there are nights too where you go up there and their dry slick is even more dry slick than our stuff down here. So you get two extremes when you go up there. It's either going to be wide open, sticky, hammer down, or an ice rink. And Ashland is, you know, a unique place in itself that it's all volunteers. It's a association up there that... Nobody gets paid. They love having you. They love seeing you when you show up. And we've been going up there for a long time. And I'm, I'm glad that we finally got to get back there and race again this year. This season, you scored your second Northern Nationals title at Gondick Law Speedway. Yeah, that event is something that David and I both put on our radar every year. That was my first big race I ever got to go to in a pure stock because when I started racing pure stocks, we weren't at any of these invitationals. They didn't have us at the Legendary. They didn't have us at the Punky Manor, but they did have us in Superior. So we started going up there. Like I said, I always enjoy Superior, too. Same thing. They they love having travelers up there, and we've gone up almost every year since 2011. Sat on the pole a couple times and broke before the, we even got the green flag. 
we've come close a bunch of times. Finally got it in 2016. Didn't go in 17, 18. We went up there with the streeter and learned a lot about the red clay again. 19, they didn't have us. 20, I think we got rained out. And then we won the heat and feature last week. Your brother-in-law, David Swearingen, he also had a great night. Yeah, he has taken to Superior like I took to Deer Creek. It's just one place where he's super comfortable. His car works really well there. And we just enjoy going up there, having some fun seeing all the northern guys and a lot of the Canadians, and we just always make it a point to go up there as a family for that race, and we always end up having a good time. The birth of your son, Jet, how has that changed your life? (laughs) Quite a bit. I don't have as much garage time as I thought I would, (laughs) but that's all right. I'm out here too much anyways. It's been fantastic. You know, luckily everything went smooth and it's all good. We took him to the Northern Nationals last week and he went to Cedar Lake with us last Thursday. So, so far so good. But yeah, I I hope he takes to it. I can't wait till uh, we can get into some go-karts or something like that. But we'll see. Maybe he'll take up fishing instead and save me a bunch of money. It was great to see both you and local driver Jason Newkirk running up at the legendary 100 at Cedar Lake Speedway, but it doesn't sound like the car enjoyed it. No, I didn't have much luck. The leader spun and stacked up and didn't have anywhere to go, and we wiped out the front end. But no, Jason and I, we can go all the way back to the pure stock days at Chateau and then Casson and then weekly at Deer Creek. So I wish the legendary would have turned out a little better, but is what it is. What are the chances of Krista getting back in a car in 2022? Uh, pretty good, actually. Let's see. Last November, ordered a medieval hobby stock, a USRA hobby stock, and then she became pregnant after that. So that thing's been sitting in mini storage for a year. So I got to get the motor out of the street stock and get it put in storage so I can get going on that hobby stock. I want to get that pretty much rolling before the snow flies so yeah she will be weekly at mississippi thunder on fridays with it and then we'll see how that goes from there how she likes it and she doesn't like it i guess i'll have to drive it too it's going to be great to see her and brooke schwabach out on the racetrack yeah yeah no that'll be good uh i know that they promote the female aspect of stock car racing pretty well and Her and Nick, that's fantastic what they do every week at Deer Creek Speedway. The fans love that. I know they loved it when Krista and I were down there together last year. And I'm I'm proud of her, and I'm proud of Brooke, too. I mean, it takes a lot to do that, and it takes a lot to go out there with 25 other Yahoos. So I'm proud of them both for that, and I'm looking forward to it next year. Who are the sponsors that help you out on your car, and who's helping out on Krista's car? We actually have quite a few dual sponsors. Our dual sponsors would be Jaycon Excavating. They're out of White Bear Lake. My Uncle Gary Minkoff, he takes care of us both pretty good. Factory 43 Motorsports, Cedar Lodge Bar and Grill from Ladysmith, Wisconsin. They're on both cars. Semple Building Movers, they're on both cars. And then on mine, East River Run Escape Campground. CNS Automotive, Chris Gullickson, he does my engines, and good buddy of mine, Aaron Lee from back home in Ladysmith, Wisconsin, he's on the car as well. Top Notch Security, Roxbury Transmissions, and my mom and dad. 
Dustin, thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show, and good luck throughout the rest of 2021. I was looking forward to this interview. I knew it would be entertaining, and thanks for being with us. Yeah, I can't thank you enough, too. Uh, I was flattered when I got the phone call. I really appreciate it. We listen every Saturday on the way home from Deer Creek, so I was proud to get the phone call, and I'm, I'm glad we could sit down and have a chat. Hey everyone, this is Chad Weir's Weir's Machine and Racing Products with today's tech tip. Today we're going to talk about our engine and rear end lift handles. These are a real nice piece we've been making for quite a few years. One end has a 3 8 coarse thread stud and the other one is drilled and tapped 5 8 coarse thread. So you can thread four of these into your engine and you and three of your homeboys can carry an engine around or you put two on each side of the rear end and then you and another guy can carry a rear end around very easily. Real nice trick tool, available at weirsmachine.com. As always, check us out online at weirsmachine.com. Thank you. Why would you use anything but the latest technology in packing products when it comes to shipping your business products? Foam Craft Packaging in Owatonna provides a complete line of packaging materials, including foam products, pallets, crates, corrugated boxes, and much, much more. See all of our different packaging options at foamcraftpackaging.com or call 507-455-2893. That's 507-455-2893. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a power lift architectural door on your home or cabin. Power lift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Powerlift Doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Wolf & Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV camper or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, or even a driveway or parking lot road graded, call 455-3524. Rhino Ag Equipment is used in agriculture, commercial, or industrial mowing applications, landscape preparation, roadside maintenance, and many other farm and ranch applications. With 0% financing for 48 months for qualified buyers, now is the time to take home a Rhino. Find a Rhino Ag dealer near you at rhinoag.com. Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Tiffany Peterson from Extreme Powder Coating and Matt Braith from Braith Welding Service. First question I have for you, Tiffany. Last spring, I contacted you about powder coating my friend's chassis, and it was a very memorable conversation because he wanted a color change, and I remember your reaction. It was a chassis that I had already coated, right? And I heard the silence, and you said, it's going to take a little extra effort to get that off because when you do a quality job, it is on there to stay, and typically it's not removed. Absolutely, but we do have sandblasting services to ex-nay whatever you don't want in the situation anymore, and we can produce a new, fresh coating. 
And me and you have both seen poor powder coating jobs where it literally comes off in sheets or it's cracking. That stuff is very easy to remove. When it's done correctly and it's done right, it is on there. Yeah, sandblasting provides like the ultimate adhesion for a new coating to be baked on. It helps the coating adhere because it bakes into the pores of the metal then. It literally is melting right onto that metal and adhering into the sandblasting and any imperfections, which is really super cool. I thought your display table in the showroom showcased a lot of your powder coating skills, but this ATV you have on display today is incredible and really showcases the versatility of powder coating and what you can literally do. It's a lot of fun to have these machines. It's even more fun to customize them, take it out of the stock world, and really make things your own because the possibilities are endless. You can do so many different finishes, metallics, textures, colors, and you can also secure that coating with a high-gloss clear coat to keep it looking perfect for a long time. People that want to set their stuff apart from everybody else's are definitely customers of yours. And a sign of a good business is a sign of a lot of business. Tiffany, you keep extremely busy at Extreme Powder Coating, and that is a testament to the business model your dad created and you continue to follow. We do. He taught us a lot about being the best at what we do and taking a lot of pride in being a custom coder because those jobs are truly one of a kind. Often they're sentimental projects for people and just like customizing anything is, it's a lot of fun and it's very personal to everyone. And it's also personal to us. So we just love taking it to the next level for all these people. I mean, industrial products are okay, but I get the joy out of being a part of people's adventures. Matt, you and Tiffany are a couple, and it is a perfect match. A welder and metal fabricator and a powder coater. Talk about your background and how Braith Welding Service came to be. Third generation welder. I've been welding nearly 18 years now. Started the business nearly 10 years ago, and my primary goal at the time was just more custom. Wanted to chop up bikes, cars, whatever. And then since then, the business has kind of went its own direction, It's kind of advanced into custom railings and industrial and commercial. Right. Just naturally has gone in its own direction into commercial and residential railings. A lot of custom interior design work. We do a lot of microbrewers and just a lot of art, raw steel. A custom metal gate, arch, or accent piece can set your home or business apart. And you talk about doing custom jobs for people. And that one signature metal piece in your microbrewery or your bar or outside your home can really create a whole vision. Correct, yeah. And, uh, that's what we enjoy doing the most is kind of doing that centerpiece of your house whether it be a custom railing or even around your patio being your window wall covers like i said third generation welder grandpa always said you know it's got to be right and everything that we do it before it leaves the shop it's right well i've seen a few samples of your welding out there and if you looked at my welding my welding is weld and then a lot of grinding your welding looks like it doesn't need any grinding. I do have to talk to you about the specially in custom modern railings and also spiral staircases. The samples that I saw that you have built 
Wow, what a signature piece that would be. Thank you. I really enjoy the challenges that the job brings, whether it be spiral staircases or just radius railings. Tiffany, the great thing for a guy like Matt, or a farmer with a rusty toolbox, or a hot rodder with a Model A front axle, you have tons of colors and powder coating textures that can coat their metal item for a lifetime of durability. We do start to finish from sandblasting, getting things perfectly clean, perfectly prepped for the process, iron phosphate wash, corrosion sealer, powder coat epoxy primer is also like my favorite base, of course. And then running your top coat color and sealing it up with a clear. I mean, there's so many variations, textures, rivers, veins, glosses, metallics, fluorescence, the list goes on and on in combinations that you can create for whatever project you're working on. Literally that custom sky blue metallic that you did on Johnny's chassis last season, the first stop with the chassis was in front of the radio station for pictures on the way home. That was the most beautiful color I've ever seen and your work is impeccable. Matt, how can they find out more about Braith Welding Service and your mobile welding service. You can find us on Facebook, otherwise go to our website, braithwelding.com, or just give us a call, 952-217-8090. Tiffany, how can they find out more about extreme powder coating and your commercial, industrial, and sandblasting capabilities? Certainly give me a call at 507-583-7448. Reach out to us on email. Check out our website, extremepowdercoating.net, and you can also find us on Facebook. Tiffany, as always, thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show. And Matt, it was great to meet you. Thanks. Thank you. Winning drivers rely on VP Racing Fuels to optimize performance. Now get the same benefit with VP Mattitives offering race fuel technology for your daily driver. Increase fuel mileage and restore power to your streetcar with VP's Fuel System Cleaner. Or give your race car a boost with VP's Octanium, improving your fuel's octane by up to eight numbers and giving you the throttle response your performance car was built to deliver. That's VP Mattitives, available at your local AutoZone store or at VP Racing Fast Shafts owner Pat Fagan is a racer himself and has been testing and building drive shafts for himself and teams all over the nation since 1992. Fast Shaft drive shafts are the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9 inch forward center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more. Call Fast Shafts today. Made by racers for racers. 800 622 Here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made. Justice Brothers JB80. It's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home, shop, and your car. JB80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places. Try JB80, the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good. And it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. 
Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. Race fans, SprintCarStuff.com is your online stop for everything in the sprint car world. From apparel, jewelry, and books to die-cast sprint cars, posters, and gifts, SprintCarStuff.com has everything you need for the sprint car fan on your shopping list. And SprintCarStuff.com is the online site of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, so every purchase on SprintCarStuff.com helps support the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Promote the future of sprint car racing and preserve the past. That's SprintCarStuff.com for all of your sprint car merchandise needs. Buyer's Engine Service of Rochester opened its doors in 1975. Hi, this is Corey. Since 1975, we've been offering complete engine machining services and assembly. From flatheads to big blocks, wide blocks to drag race engines, street rods to pulling tractors, Buyer's Engine Service offers complete dyno service. So if your race car, a street car, is little... Under the hood, trust the place who's been there since 1975. Contact Buyer's Engine Service at 507-282-5586. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super-durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Freddie Terza and Freddie the research behind the products with VP Racing Fuels. Steve Burns, founder of VP Racing Fuels, created hundreds of exotic blends and tested them before settling on C12, and then everything expanded from there. There is a lot of research behind these racing fuels. Well, there certainly is, and it goes back probably close to 45 or 50 years ago when Steve decided to start looking at building race fuels and felt that there was a need for these types of products within our industry and had a lot of knowledge and worked really hard on it, hands-on himself for several years, actually up until the time he sold the company, which is approximately uh, eight years ago. And Freddie, the racing season is winding down here in Minnesota. As it cools down, there gets to be fewer and fewer races around the region and the engines are coming out of these race cars. What are the advantages of choosing a higher oxygenated fuel like VP Fuels for next racing season? We break it down into multiple levels. So most racers are very familiar with what we call a conventional style race fuel, say a 110, a C12 style product where there's no oxygenate in those fuels. What we've done at VP over the course of the last 15 years or so is create some fuels that have some sort of an oxygenate in them to actually help with the vaporization process to allow the engine to become much more efficient. Okay, so efficiency is what we're looking for to allow all eight cylinders to have equal distribution through this oxygenation process to allow the engine to function in a relatively uniform manner, all eight cylinders or all six cylinders attempting to have the same amount of power. The higher oxygenated fuels ensure the fuel intakes more air, and I always have been taught more air means more horsepower. 
Well, let's not confuse an oxygenated fuel with actual oxygen. So the term oxygenate is something that was established years ago by the Clean Air Act of 1991, where they actually picked a certain group of components and called them oxygenates. And some of them are, in fact, MTBE, ETBE, ethanol, TAME, just to name a few that I know off the top of my head that are actually considered oxygenates, which are components that are put into the fuel, like an ethanol, that will help the fuel promote equal distribution and run cleaner. Along with that, there's also as they run more efficiently, they can possibly make a considerable amount of horsepower. Okay, that's one of the hidden side effects of running an oxygenated fuel where you can gather up some potentially large horsepower and torque numbers by utilizing uh, these types of fuels. How is better vaporization an advantage? Well, think of the fuel on a carbureted motor. As the fuel actually gets into the booster channel and hits the venturi, it is actually in somewhat of a droplet form, right? And as the air comes into the engine, it actually gathers those droplets. And what we need to do is we need those droplets to become a uniform vapor. And as that happens, as it enters the intake manifold, it can provide better distribution to all eight cylinders. Whereas if it's not an oxygenated fuel, there's a good chance we could potentially see some puddling or some fuel actually dropping out of suspension into that intake manifold. And sometimes you could actually see that because you could see traces of dye. If you took your carburetor off and looked down the manifold, there's some times where you'll see either a red dye or a blue dye, whatever type of fuel it is. So you can actually see where it has actually fallen out of suspension and just trailed down through the intake. VP fuels also helps to cool an engine, and that is a big advantage to preserving your engine's life because I know every racer knows every penny they have in that engine. Well, it's called the heat of vaporization. So as these fuels, as an oxygenated fuel, has another side characteristic where it can actually help cool. It's actually helping the intake charge become cooler. And actually what we'd like to think at some point point is it's actually tricking the engine thinking that the ambient air temperature is lower than what it really is. And that's a good side effect. VP fuels are also designed to withstand higher compression ratios. So we have fuels that we can actually run in an extremely low compression motors, 8 to 1, 9 to 1 in that range, all the way up to 17 to 1 pro stock style drag racing engines. With that being said, you have probably a list of about 70 different production fuels to choose from. And I know sometimes that can be mind boggling, but the engine builder has a very good idea on where he needs to be compression wise versus octane and kind of what works best for him for his engine combination. So when a customer calls me and asks me about switching fuels or a possibility of using a different style fuel, whether it be octane or oxygenated versus a non-oxygenated, I always want to 
shoot them back to their engine builder and ask him what he's comfortable with or what he feels would be the proper choice. And then I can kind of correlate to them what they need. I can work with them and help educate them. That's what we do at VP. We have a very good technical staff and we have multiple lines to call, whether it be drag racing, oval track racing, off-road. There's plenty of numbers to reach out to one of our tech centers and actually have a, a conversation with those guys. In this off-season, this is a great time to get a hold of your engine builder and possibly put that motor on a dyno and try out some of these different types of fuel because using the correct racing fuel in your engine ensures you're going to be getting optimum performance and torque out of that motor. You definitely want to optimize your engine combination and utilizing an engine dyno or chassis dyno will definitely help you do that. It eliminates some of the guesswork, and we do have a lot of callers that call in and talk about switching fuels midstream during the course of the season without going and actually dyno testing the engine, and that's not something that I really like doing. I think it's safer to put that engine back on the engine dyno and work with your engine builder to come up with the proper combination for fuel for your engine. Freddie, thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show. You are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to fuels. If listeners would like to find out more about VP Racing Fuels, what's the best way to do that? I think the best way, Clan, is to go right directly to our website, and you can go to our website and navigate through that and find the phone numbers at the bottom of the page on the type of conversation you'd like to have and who you have it with. So reach out to us through the website and uh, we'll do our best to help guide you and help you guys in any way we can. Freddie, thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show. It's always my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Your home is your sanctuary. The next time you need appliance service, invite someone in that will treat it that way. Sorensen's Appliance Service is locally owned with 15 years of experience. Sorensen's Appliance Service also has fully certified technicians who will leave your home as clean as they found it. If you want fast, efficient, and cleanly service, contact Sorensen's Appliance Service today, 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small-town service at a small-town price. 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Founded by Jesse Olson in 2004, Medieval Chassis was formed to fulfill a need for better engineered race cars. Medieval Chassis' new state-of-the-art facility has made it a leader in the stock car racing industry and multi-time national champions. The use of a fiber tube laser, CNC tube bender, and flat laser allows Medieval Chassis to engineer and produce a chassis that exceeds all others in performance and adjustability. Find out more today at MedievalChassis.com. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show brought to you by Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings and Speed The other night, my wife made the absolute best shepherd's pie in the meat and vegetable mixture. She added cookies flavor enhancer. And for the potatoes that went on top, she added cream cheese, butter, 
and some flavor enhancer to that, and it was incredible. I'll tell you what, Clayne, if you get a chance, send me that recipe because that really sounds good. I've used flavor enhancer on sweet corn and all types of protein and vegetables, but boy, using it in that shepherd's pie really sounds good. Fans can follow the Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings Facebook page, and you're always posting incredible recipes. And I just spotted an Italian sausage recipe, and I'm an Italian sausage guy, so it looks awesome. I'll tell you what, it is a good one, Clean, and I'll tell you the way I do it. I'll get like a dozen of those Italian sausages, and I like the medium ones or the real spicy ones, but just take a fork and pierce them a little bit, and then I like to pre-cook them in beer and then drain it, and then I'll go through the ingredients here. An 18-ounce bottle of our tangy mustard barbecue sauce and a quarter of a cup of molasses, and then, oh, I'll tell you what, the peppers coming out of the gardens now, a cup of green peppers chopped and one cup of onion chopped and then get a dozen of those nice big hoagie style buns, but cook the sausages in beer and drain them and then saute the peppers and onions in a little bit of oil and then add the the molasses and the, the tangy mustard barbecue sauce to that. Just warm them through real good. Throw them in a 9 by 13 pan and pop it in a 350 degree oven for half hour, 45 minutes till they're bubbling through real good and then put them on uh, hoagie buns. Some of those chopped up green peppers and onions on top of that with that hoagie bun. That is really good. As you're talking, I'm envisioning somebody sitting there next to their grill on their tailgate at the Great Pumpkin Race at Mississippi Thunder Speedway next weekend, holding one of those hoagie buns with the Italian sausage in one hand and their favorite adult beverage in the other. Yeah, now the favorite adult beverage, like would that be like a cola with ice in it? or <laughs> Speed? Where can they find out more great recipes, especially ways to utilize these fall vegetables coming out of the garden before it really freezes hard? Well, I'll tell you what, the easiest way clean is just go to the old cookiesbbq.com, and there's a lot of good recipes there. And like this Italian sausage one, that's just on our Cookies Facebook page. Just print it right off of there. Speed, as always, thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show. You bet you stay in the sauce clean. Just make sure it's cookie sauce. Transform your garage into an extension of your home with a custom finished floor by Garage Force. No matter how you use your garage, Garage Force has you covered. American made, backed by a lifetime warranty. Our professionally installed industrial grade coatings will protect your garage from anything life throws at it and makes cleanup a snap. More importantly, it's the unbelievable feeling you get each time you use your dream garage. Visit us online at garageforce.com. Call Todd at 651-387-9213. That's 651-387-9213. When your family needs a tow, trust the family that's been doing it for the last 100 years. The Schaefer family and the Pulver Towing Company has been helping folks get out of ditches and back on the road for five generations. And they did it all while treating customers like part of the family. As the first Schaefer to start towing once said, always worry about the customer and not the competition. For light to heavy and even equipment transport, call Pulver Towing 
following at 507-282-3851 to get the best. As the leading slat replacement professionals in the U.S., Altenburg Construction knows what works and what doesn't. Simply put, they understand your business. Altenburg Construction started in 1994 and has over 27 years of experience and has completed more than 5,000 hog and cattle barns in 14 states. Every customer is unique and every situation is different. That's why their employees are company trained. Trust the slat replacement professionals at Altenburg Construction. Give them a call, 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. The Wissota 100 kicked off at I-94 Speedway September 14th in the Hornet A-Main. Casey Stremick over Devin Goulet and in the Peerstock A-Main, Corey Jorgensen over Michael Roth. September 15th at the Wissota 100 in the Late Model A-Main, Don Shaw over Sam Mars in the Midwest Modifieds. Shane Howell over Brendan Blazik in the Modified A-Main. Tyler Peterson over Shane Sabraski in the Street Stocks. Parker Anderson over Tim Johnson. And in the Super Stocks, Dan the Sulky over Brandon Duhlman. Thursday night at the Wissota 100 saw Cole Searing take the 15-lap late model A-Main over Jimmy Mars in the Midwest Modifieds. Travis Schulte over Tony Lecker in the Modified A-Main. Jimmy Mars over Tim Johnson in the Street Stocks. Jeff Nowak over Justin Vogel. And in the Superstock A-Main, Shane Sabraski over Dexton Cook. On Friday night, September 17th at the Wissota 100 in the late model A-Main, Travis Budislovic over Dave Moss in the Midwest Modifieds, Lucas Rodden over Corey Merworth in the Modified A-Main, Tyler Peterson over Jason Good in the Street Stocks, Johnny Carter over Braden Brower in the Super Stocks, Kevin Burdick over Justin Taman. And finale night at the Wissota 100, last Saturday night, September 18th, in the 50-lap late model A-Main, Jimmy Mars over Dave Moss in the Midwest Modified A-Main. Lucas Roden over Travis Schulte in the Modifieds. Dan Ebert over Johnny Broking in the Street Stock A-Main. Parker Anderson over Braden Brower in the Super Stocks. Shane Sabraski over Dexton Cook. And in the Mod 4s, Tommy Bowden over Keith Fell. Deer Creek Speedway hosted the Stock Car Nationals last Saturday night, September 18th. In the 40-lap A-Main, Elijah Zervenbergen over Brady Link. And in the Hobbystock A-Main, Dylan Clinton over Jeremy Crimmins. It was also the Knoxville Late Model Nationals last week starting Thursday, September 16th. In the 25-lap A-Main, Tyler Erb over Jonathan Davenport. Night 2 at Knoxville on Friday night, September 17th. In the 25-lap A-Main, Tyler Erb again over Brandon Shepard. And in Saturday night's Knoxville Raceway Late Model National 100-lap A-Main, Mike Marlar becomes the first three-time winner of the Lucas Oil Late Model Knoxville Nationals over Tim McCready. Worthington Speedway ended their racing season last Sunday night, September 19th, in the Stock Car A-Main. Jeff Larson over Dustin Larson in the Sport Mods. Colby Fett over Connor Vanderweerd in the Hobby Stocks. Corey Propes over Blake Lunenberg in the Bombers. Evan Shelter over Derek Platt in the A-Mods. Cody Thompson over Don Jertson. And in the Sport Compacts, Nate Koopman over Jaden Erickson. If your classic isn't so classic... (laughs) 
Bring it into Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace a sagging headliner, make your old car look new again, make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles. We're located in Otana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.